0: No yeah. Thank you.
1: That's not mine, that's not mine, that's
0: She 謝謝基<音楽><音楽> え、
1: Namo na buts. Naman naman
0: naman
2: naman 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 Golden chain number one. I am a link in Amita's golden chain of love that stretches around the world. I will keep my link bright and strong. I will be kind and gentle to every living thing and protect all who are weaker than myself. I will think pure and beautiful thoughts, say pure and beautiful words, and do pure and beautiful deeds. May every link in Amita's golden chain of love be bright and strong. And may we all attain perfect peace. Namo Amida Sensei will now give our first Dharma message to the Dharma students.
1: Okay, please join me in Namo Amida Namo Amida Namo Amida well good morning everyone, I hope everyone is doing great, uh, uh, it's nice, it uh, was really nice and chilly this morning so um, it's definitely getting into the full swing of uh, the autumn and things and so I hope everybody is doing well and please stay safe and, and warm out there. Um, one of the things I've re- recently been kind of noticing or been doing a lot is you know texting, right, we have you know our cell phones and we have texting that we do a lot and. Um, You know, before I think I was really hip to all of the acronyms of the texting, right? These little. Uh, things uh, I'll, I'll show you in a second here but um, you know some of them um, they're starting to you know uh, evolve and as a result of I'm, I'm not able to keep up with some of them but um, just to just to get you familiar with what I'm talking about here uh, we see these kind of abbreviations or or acronyms if you will when we see texting right so I'm gonna <clears throat> I'm gonna test you to see if you are up up to the times hip with the times because I found out I wasn't <laughs> well anyway uh, let's see the first one is JK that was is easy, right? J K, right? Okay, that's uh, just kidding, right? Uh, do you guys know what T-T-Y-L is? T-T-Y-L. Anybody take a guess here?
0: Talk to you later.
1: Talk to you later, yes, yeah, very good. Talk to you later. Thank you, thank you. And then the other one is, this one's easy, B-R-B. Easy. R- B-R- Actually, I, I haven't seen this one recently, though, anymore. But this one's B-Writes-Back. Uh, this one's a interesting one, R-O-F-L, R-O-F-L, anybody want to take a gander in this one? Rolling on the floor laughing, rolling on the floor laughing, <laughs> uh, here's another one, L-M-K, L-M-K, me no, oh! Sure. Yes, very good. Yes. I, I, I can't see who on the screen did that, but yes. Excellent. Good job. You're, you're hit to the times. Uh, okay. Here's a, don't answer this one. WTF. Okay. WTF. What the F? Why? What? What is that? What the, what the F? F? <laughs> yeah yeah i was gonna say why the face but <laughs> apparently that's not the one why the face is incorrect okay so yeah i'll let y'all leave you uh to decide what that is and then there's uh yolo 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 you only live once you only live once okay yolo all right uh, i believe there's a city uh called yolo somewhere here in, in, in america but anyway um uh, so yes yolo means you only live once and i think i, I kind of want to talk about this one a little bit today uh, that's a very interesting phrase you know uh, you want to go skydiving yolo right or hey let's take a trip somewhere really far like uh uh to india or somewhere like uh in the bahamas somewhere yolo right uh you should try this food called natto it's really good right yolo <laughs> and this phrase didn't really take off that that much uh but it's it's i think it's a good phrase uh eventually i'm going to try and think of some other buddhist ones um but um today i kind of want to introduce to you some some uh, the ones that uh many of the older buddhist uh, uh ministers jodo shinshu ministers have used and I think a lot of you are familiar with these, so please uh, um, just blurt it out if you if you um, get it, okay. The first one I believe was made popular by Oshita or maybe he's the one that created this one. But this one is called gas, okay? Gas. The three kinds of poisons, okay, in Buddhism uh, that are representative of actually these 108 attachments, these beads, is gas, okay? Greed. Gris- ah, does anybody want to guess? <laughs> Okay, greed, anger, and then ignorance is the normal one, okay? But then Oshita-sensei replaces that with uh, stupidity. It says greed, anger, and stupidity, okay? Gas, okay? We all experience gas. We all have gas. And the the sooner we realize that every one of us has it, we treat each other uh, differently, right? We treat each other uh, much more nicely, right? Okay, so that's uh, one of them, gas, okay? Uh, The other one is, um, this one was made popular by Tanaka Sensei, okay, think big, okay, think big, alright. So first one, life is a bumpy road, okay, big no, B, right, bumpy road. The next one is life is impermanent, okay, these are the main points of Buddhism, okay. The next one is, life is interdependent. Life is interdependent, okay? And then the last one is, life is fundamentally fundamentally good. Life is fundamentally good, okay? So these are the main kind of tenets of, of Buddhism, uh, the four marks of Buddhism. And so think big, okay? And try not to think small, okay? Don't, don't think small. That first, life is smooth. Life is not always smooth. Okay, life is a bumpy road. There are going to be things in our lives that happen that we don't want to occur, but they will have to occur uh, and we have to uh, adjust to those uh, experiences. The second one is thinking that life is uh, mine. That it's all about me, 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 right? I am the center of the universe, right? We are very prone to think like this. Um, And uh, Nan Shonin explains, it's very difficult to break out of this way of thinking, but the true reality of the truth of the the way things are is that we are not at the center of the universe, okay? And so that is the second point. The third one is uh, life is always the same. That is not always the case, right? Uh, Life is always changing, in fact, right? And we just see that from the, you know, from the seasons, uh, for example. Life is always changing. Seasons are always changing, okay? And in the fourth point, life is lousy or life is boring, right? And that is not the case. If life is boring, you're not searching hard enough. <laughs> uh, if life is lousy, um, it's, it is our worldview, the way that we are perceiving this life that is making it uh, that uh, lousy. We have convinced ourselves that it is lousy when in fact it is not. Okay, so th- think big and don't think small. So think in this way and don't think in this way okay so that is um uh, uh tanaka sensei's uh uh example of of this this acronym here that he used and i think it's really um, good and it portrays the jodo shinshu values and i think it's very easy follow uh, easy to follow uh, and easy to remember as well okay so this got me thinking you know what is a similar term to yolo right you only live once what is similar to this in japanese can anybody think of a phrase in japanese that might uh, help to talk about this okay well there is a phrase called ichigo ichie okay and i'd like to talk about this a little bit today ichigo ichie okay so let me show you what the kanji looks like here ichigo ichie okay what it literally translates to one meaning one opportunity and uh Uh, every encountering is a unique opportunity okay every encountering is a unique opportunity this phrase was made popular by um, the the, uh, Japanese tea ceremony called sado or chado and uh, this is um, a a phrase that is used to show that in any one time that we meet that is the first time and that'll be the last time that we meet so what do we mean by that Uh, you know when we come to me, we could, I mean, someone could say, well, when we do these ceremonies, we could always, you know, when we come back, it's the same thing each and every time. It's the same motions. It's the same uh, kind of uh, protocol, if you will. It's the same kind of cultural, cultural kind of custom that we do. Why is it different? Well, actually, in fact, it's not the same every time that we meet, right? Uh, When we, um, the the tea leaves, that the powdered, the grounded powder tea leaves that we use for the matcha, right, is different each time, right? The water that we used is the same, quote unquote, water, but it's different in the sense that in, uh, it is a new uh, uh, pot of water that is being used, right? Um, the 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 members that are participating in tea ceremony might be different. Right? And then the and even if it's the same exact people, the emotions that they are feeling on that specific day might be different from the day before or from the last time that they met. The weather conditions might be different right And so in that one specific instance that you are meeting together to engage in tea ceremony to participate in tea ceremony is one uh, is unique to that moment and there will never be another moment like that ever again ever again okay so you're supposed to try to treat that moment as if it was the last moment uh that uh it is there and and to cherish and uh treat it with the utmost care and respect it's just like um, um today's october 17 2021 there will never be another october 17 2021 there might be another october 17 next year or perhaps last year but October 17, 2021 is one of a kind and there's only one chance, one opportunity. Today is one chance, one opportunity and we uh, always we tend to forget this point as human beings, right? We tend to expect things to want to stay the same and that is the point that is being made here uh, in in terms of Ichigo Ichie, okay? Uh, So the next meal that you have or you know that might be the same teriyaki chicken that you had last week But is it the same though, right? It's not the same. You might be enjoying the chicken with other people. You might be in a different mood Uh, The chicken might have been prepared a little bit differently, right? The chicken that was butchered for you is a different chicken, right? All of these factors when taken into account mean that nothing is the same. You yourself are changing constantly, constantly, okay? Nothing about you is the same as it was just even yesterday. You are a completely new you today, right? And that is how fast things are changing, one after another, one after another. It changes so fast that we are unable to keep up with the speed of this change. So with the capability that we do have, that is why we must live in the moment and cherish this moment, uh, this precious moment. And that is the spirit behind this this attitude of Ichigo Ichie, or what we may know as YOLO, right? You only live once, YOLO. We must treasure each moment in order to live meaningfully. Every every Japanese person in Japan, when you know, uh, uh, they know this phrase, ichigo ichie, right? So if you want to impress Japanese people, you just say ichigo ichie, and they'll be like, oh, so desu ka, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> so it is a very good phrase to know, right? Uh, so uh, the, the, the essential meaning with YOLO is the same thing though, right? That man at the cash register who you asked who asked you how your day was, Uh, When you're on a road trip to Santa Cruz or to Disneyland right Uh, is one-of-a-kind that person uh, That meeting with that person is one-of-a-kind the tour guide who showed you around that foreign country uh, Or when you went on that cruise right your ex-girlfriend or ex-boyfriend right Uh, that is a a one-of-a-kind moment, right? Uh, and uh, or your neighbor whom You would have otherwise never have known who gave you fruit and vegetables right uh, from his vegetable garden or his fruit garden That is a one-of-a-kind meeting, right? So these encounterings whether they last a few seconds or last a lifetime, right are all encounterings that you cannot take back right? They happened they they left a permanent karmic impact on you and when, when we see our relationships in this way Or at least remember this from time to time, we begin to understand that nothing in this life should be taken for granted. There is a learning experience, an experience to be cherished in every relationship that we have and that we encounter. Even the bad ones that we feel are are negative, that have negatively impacted us, come out uh, to be memories that can be a source of inspiration and a source of hope uh, at some point in our lives. So in a book that I read recently that talks about uh, this tragic earthquake that happened in Japan, you know, with the Fukushima uh, nuclear power plant that um, uh, um, uh, kind of... released a lot of uh um, what is it the nuclear waste well in that um tragic earthquake a lot of people died right a lot of people thousands of people died from this tragic event um and um but on that specific year there's what's called uh, every year in japan there's called a, a koshiang or a japanese uh what is it uh high school uh baseball tournament that they do on a national scale right it's kind of like CIF here in California, right? Uh, so uh, during this time, one of the high school teams from that area, from the Fukushima area, was able to make it to the Koshien uh, games, right? And they were very excited about this. The whole town was excited. The friends and the family were all very excited. They got eliminated uh, early on in the playoffs. But the fact that they made it to this Koshien, which they play in Osaka, is a very big honor for, for every team that gets to go there. And they said that it was just it was just a joy, simply a joy in being able to participate in that Koushian and they were able to give uh, inspiration to the people uh, who uh, have suffered a lot in that one year, right? So um, this rare opportunity that um, in this tragic loss became a source of inspiration uh, for the people of Fukushima. So what does it mean to be then truly happy? You know, do we really understand the significance of uh, the phrases of YOLO or Ichigo Ichie, right? It is simply uh, to live healthy, is it simply to live healthy and live a long time that will make us happy? Or is it about having a high status or being respected by other people, right? Shakyamuni Buddha explains, however, that a person who can always have the heart and mind to say thank you in deep appreciation and gratitude is the truly happy person. He explains it is important to always have a heart and mind that is always grateful and always in this position of gosho. And when we see all that it takes just for us to be able to live our lives, we become grateful of all of those around us and the karmic conditions that allowed us to live this life. It is the teaching of Amida Buddha's great compassion that awakens us to this truth and shows us how to be truly grateful. So next time you think of YOLO, or next time you think of, uh, of Ichigo Ichie, please think of it as the rare moment in which there will not be another one like that again. So let us live this life in great uh, com- uh, gratitude and remember Amida Buddha's great compassion. Thank you very much. Please join me in合唱. Namo Amida Butsu. Namo Amida Butsu. Namo Amitabha Dhamman Nasthamanas. Great, thank you very much. Okay, so I'd like to get started with the adult message. Please join me in Gasho. When we say Namo Amidavuts, Avalokiteshvara and Mahastama Prapta, together with Bodhisattvas countless as the Ganges, sands, or as particles, accompany us just as shadows do things hymns of the pure land namo amida butsu namo amida butsu namo amida butsu Nam da nanman da nanman das Well, good morning everyone once again i would like to continue on with the uh, the adult message um, so you know every sunday we come to a temple and we often say this phrase namo amida butsu uh, or nam da nanman for short right and does. I wonder if you know if we're clear on this or I like to touch upon you know why why we talk about this you know is it a you know uh, is it a mantra you know I think people uh, I get that question here and there Um, or is it some kind of magical phrase or a spell Um, actually no right Uh, it's it's not a mantra the word mantra can have different meanings Um, mantra usually kind of um, alludes to this you know uh, it has this uh, possesses a mystical or spiritual efficacy Um, but uh, a mantra You know uh, if it has you know mystical powers of course that is not something that we kind of uh, subscribe to Um, but uh, you know one of the famous mantras for example is om right when people say om that's short for om mani padme which is to invoke the kind of benevolent blessings of uh, uh, the bodhisattvas or gods right But, you know, Namami Amidabutsu is not a mantra because it doesn't uh, fit this definition. It's not um, something that is believed to have mystical powers to protect the mind. Uh, It's not capable of creating physical or miraculous transformation. It does, however, have spiritual significance, but not in the sense of bringing out kind of this altered state of mind or a trance-like state of mind or acquiring any kind of special powers. Namo dabutsu is not a prayer, uh, but saying uh, by saying it, you, you won't be granted any wishes, right? Uh, you will not win the lottery by saying the nembutsu, right? We often say this, right? Uh, your illness is not will not necessarily be cured, right? Uh, nor will you get a good grade in school by saying Namwami dabutsu, right? It is it is confusing though because uh, you know our our minds want to kind of be it this way, right? Uh, we want it to have some kind of real-life value in that it will do something for us. Uh, and you're not the only one to think this. In the past, many um, Buddh- Pure Land Buddhists also used to say Namu Amida Butsu for these reasons. But Shinran was kind of the first to say, that is not why we say Namu Amida Butsu. Okay. And many po- people believe by, that by saying the name, they would be able to prove their faith and thus gain access into the Pure Land. Uh, but again, Shinashoni does not say uh, that we should do that. So uh, the omyogo or the Nimbutsu dabutsu, butsu um, is nothing magical and is nothing supernatural. Uh, and if you say amida butsu and you bet on the 49ers or the you know the Giants or anything like that, it won't make a difference, right? And I'd like to explain what what Dabutsu butsu is. Um, And so what is often given, the example, is the example of the mother, okay, Uh, the mother who has a newborn child. And I might have used this, I might have explained this before, but basically what uh, this example is about is that when a mother calls out to her newborn baby, uh, the mother says, you know, I am mama, mama 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 right and repeats this over and over and over again right and Comforts the child the child cries uh, because it's hungry. The child cries because it's tired. The child is uh, Annoyed or maybe uh, you know angry about something frustrated the the child the baby can cannot do anything But cry that's the only way it can express its emotions right the mother takes all of this into account and and says mama, mama is here for you, mama is here for you, right? And, and, And repeats this phrase over and over again. The child, the baby then, eventually grows to associate this mother presence and the word mama to comfort, to protection, right? The child at first has no idea what the words mama means, right? doesn't know what the word mother or anything like that means right doesn't know what words are right but eventually through repetition and hearing the word mama 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 is able to associate mama with comfort mama with protection right and so that is why uh, the the child learns to say mama 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 eventually right so in any instance, the, the child, when, when the child gets bigger and bigger and is able to kind of formulate uh, words, then if uh, the child hits something, right, and hurts um, himself or herself, or is in pain in some way or another, can call out to mama assuming and knowing that the that someone will be hearing uh, the baby's uh, calling voice. Right? So in the same way then, we are being conditioned to understand what Namo butsu is, or we're being taught to learn what the phrase Namo Amidabutsu is. At first, Namo Amidabutsu sounds like a bunch of gibberish. We have no idea what this is. Why are we learning this? Why are we repeating this? After every single thing, after we chant, after we sing a Gatha, after the is why do we say Namo Amidabutsu over and over again, right? And, and it, the reason why is because it is through this repetition that we eventually learn to call out Namo Amidabutsu when we find that we are being embraced as we are in this world of absolute truth, in this world of uh, uh, of infinite wisdom and compassion, right? And so that is one of the examples that is given when we talk about uh, the phrase "mama, mama, mama," right? Or the uh, uh, Amida Buddha as the what we say in Japanese "oyasama, oyasama," a parent, okay? Um, and so we often hear stories of. Um, Um, We often hear stories of kamikaze pilots, you know, or otherwise known as tokotai. Tokootai, they would call out for their mothers, you know, when they would dive their planes into the, you know, the U.S. warships, right? Or we would hear stories of soldiers on the battlefield who call out for their mothers, right, when they are about to die, right? This is no coincidence, right? This is the case because they are calling out for the greatest comfort they have known all throughout their lives, in a time of utter pain and fear, of utter chaos and confusion. When one is lost, that person calls out for help, and it is usually to the first thing that they remember, right? Their mothers. And this isn't cowardice, right? It's not, uh, you know, being some kind of mama's boy or anything like that. This is truth. It's raw emotion of desperately seeking comfort in a time of utter duress we call out for the one thing we know in life that has given us comfort and protection against this scary and unmerciful world. I'd like to tell you a story about one of the Bodhisattvas in our tradition. Uh, You know, I know we always have the Gohonzong Amida Buddha, but in in general like uh amida buddha is always associated with two attendants okay uh even shakyamuni buddha has two attendants on his side like uh, his right hand man right or uh two, two of them right uh and so in in jodo shinshu it's the same way amida buddha is depicted and has two bodhisattva attendants that are right at his side okay and uh they are kannon and seishi bosatsu their bodhisattvas kannon and seishi okay so i'd like to talk about kannon today Kannon is uh, known as the uh, Bodhisattva as, of compassion. Seishi is known as the Bodhisattva of wisdom, okay? And then Amida Buddha is this kind of the, again, the oyasama, right? So is the, the encapsulation of and the perfection of wisdom and compassion but um, in the story these these two are kind of like the helpers and so gannong though is very interesting because kannon is not just respected in this tradition actually in many buddhist traditions kannon is uh is respected as well and and revered and kind of prayed to in other buddhist traditions and even further, not just in Japan, in China, in Vietnam, in other parts of the world. Um, Kannon, also known as Guanyin, is the Bodhisattva of Mercy. Bodhisattva of Mercy. Okay. And then if you go to India, Kannon becomes Avalokiteshvara. Yeah, try to say that 10 times in a row. Uh, Avalokiteshvara. Okay? And then Seishi becomes Mahastamaprapta. I know it's all these very confusing names, but... Uh, Kannon-sama is known as Avalokiteshvara in India. And then it's interesting also because in China, Kannon becomes, or Guanyin becomes a female figure, a female who hears uh, the the crying voices of all sentient beings. And then when you go to India, it becomes uh, a male again. In Japan, we see both depictions, male and female. So Kannon, the Kan means to see or perceive or observe. And then Nong means uh, Oto. Uh, the the sounds of the universe. Okay, so it specifically means uh, the the bodhisattva that hears the cries of all the sentient beings and and works towards uh, ameliorating those cries. Works towards uh, saving uh, the people from those cries. Okay. So, I mean, again, we don't pray to Kannon or any, and as a deity or anything like that. Kannon along with, Bodhisattva, uh, with Amida Buddha are both personifying this principle of if, infinite wisdom and compassion. But I just wanted to kind of introduce you to that, that Kannon is, does have a very important place in our tradition as, as well. Okay. So, uh, And this path out of this world of suffering is the Onenbutsu. And the, like the mother who hears the cries of her crying baby, or uh, uh, and reassuring that the child is not alone, so too does Amida Buddha work to let us know that we are not alone and that our cries are being heard as well. Right? But then someone might say, yeah, but you know, I you know I can see my mom or dad, right? Or some other guardian, right? I, I can physically see them. Amida Buddha, however, we can't see, right? And You know, so how do we know then, is Amida Buddha real? You know, and it is true, Amida Buddha is someone uh, that we cannot have direct access to in the sense that we can physically see that uh, Amida Buddha, right? But that doesn't mean that the Buddha does not exist or this principle of infinite wisdom and compassion does not exist. Have you ever had a loved one close to you pass away? You may not be able to talk to that person directly You may not be able to see him or her, or touch him or her. But does that mean that the person does not exist? The person does exist in your memories, in your heart, in mind, right? You are not you without those experiences, without that person. So then the criteria for what we think exists, quote-unquote, is not based on the senses. Just because we do not have direct access to it, Does not mean the person does not exist right and water take water for example h2o it's the same situation right the vapor we cannot see but does that mean that vapor is not there that h2o is not present in the air right that's not true it is there right so our senses it it goes beyond our senses right and that is what this world of truth is trying to get us to understand we may not be able to see amira buddha as a physical being it may not have color or shape or taste or smell, but Amida Buddha, this principle of wisdom and compassion is there. It is the principle that holds true just as gravity holds true in this, in this earth. Right? We cannot see it, but we can feel it. Right? We feel it in those rare moments in our lives. We are moved to the point that we feel connected to this outside world of ourselves we feel it when our loved ones pass away we feel it when we see our children grow up we feel it when we hear our mother our father or our loved ones voices we feel it when our dear dear pet passes away in the night we feel it when we see the humanity in other people's compassionate actions towards one another we feel it when we take a fresh breath of air in the autumn breeze when we sense that we are connected to a world that is much more than just our ego selves that is when we know that Amida Buddha the embodiment of absolute truth is here with us and that is when we respond with Namo Amida Butsu in these moments right so in conclusion Namo Amidabutsu, that we say all the time, is the calling voice of Amida Buddha to let us know that we are always embraced in the Buddha's compassion. Just like when a mother calls out to her child, Mama, Mama is here for you, Mama is here for you. And then we respond with Mama in much the same way. Amida Buddha is calling out to us and saying to us, Namo Amidabutsu, Namo Amidabutsu, I am here for you, to which we reply, Amida Buddha, thank you. Namo Amidabutsu. And with that I would like to close today's uh, message. Thank you very much for your time. join sho. When we say Namo Amida Avalokiteshvara and Mahastama Prapta together with Bodhisattvas countless as the Ganges sands or as particles accompany us just as shadows do things. Namo Amida Namo Amida Thank you very much, everyone. Thank
2: you, Sensei. Now we will read the meditation readings. If everybody wants to turn to page 17. We'll read number four. As the sun shines upon the earth, awakening into growth, the seeds that lie dormant in the soil, may the light of wisdom shine into our minds and truly awaken us to our ignorance, and by this insight stir us to strive for a life of deeper understanding and enlightenment. Well, this concludes our service for today. Thank you, Sensei, and thank you everyone for staying for the rest of the service. Have a wonderful day. Watch out for the rain this afternoon. You might have to have an umbrella handy, but I see the sun outside now, so maybe it's coming a little bit later today. We'll see you at next week's service. Take good care. Keep washing your hands and wearing your masks. Stay safe and healthy. Sensei, Kozen Gashio?
1: Yes, Kozen Gashio. Namu Amida Butsu. Namu Amida Butsu. Namu Amida Butsu. Namu Amida Butsu.